Um, Hello. Uh, wait, wait, no. <laughs> Not ready. <laughs> okay. I have to prepare myself. <laughs> okay, okay. hype up. I am, I am hyped up. not to sound too youtubery but uh editing sara here uh, just here to say that we do go into uh some really uh deep uh subjects in this episode and we do delve into uh mental health and psychology uh, slightly severely so uh don't take uh, the advice that we give as like you know legitimate advice catered to you as an individual uh a lot of our advice was very gen- uh, general and uh sort of all rounding uh and not very individualistic so uh, if you are someone who's struggling with this uh either with your mental health in relation with our the subject of this episode or uh just in general uh seek out proper help professional help uh and uh wish you the best anyway uh if you want to reach out to us we're on instagram at sleeping on it pod and uh you know would love to chat that's it uh hope you like this episode okay bye introduce so us. you introduce me yes, i introduced you. oh yeah i'm supposed to introduce yes um hi and welcome to sleeping on it podcast this is saro and this is sara and thanks for being here yes uh this yeah. is episode 3 take 3 now uh i mean not really <laughs> take 2.5 let's say 2.5 yeah yeah okay so uh this episode is going to be revolving around toxic positivity what it is how it uh sort of presents itself in society uh we're going to talk about ways to combat it and etc etc oh also mini announcement uh <laughs> um well we are getting a new jingle because there's this one mistake in our old jingle that i just can't get past <laughs> and so i've just rearranged the strumming a bit and come up with a new jingle which will be released uh, sometime in the subsequent episode so stay tuned and so i've just rearranged the strumming a bit and come up with a new jingle which will be released uh, sometime in the subsequent episode so stay tuned we're getting better <laughs> we are you know we said that in the first episode as well the only way now is up and like yeah look at us go uh also uh the episodes coming out in the month of november and december are going to be sort of like irregular because yeah. uh, we we both have exams going on so it's like exam season and yeah we we probably won't have enough time to record full episodes until maybe after mid december or like in uh, yeah. mid december 
and uh, so, i would i would actually have exams going through till january i mean from january till feb as well so i'll be packed yeah. at that time as well but let's see so, we're going to take time out for this but uh, it might not yeah. be very coherent so just be patient with us yeah and so uh, yeah. we're probably going to start recording like pre-recorded episodes as well as like uh, these things we thought of called icebreaker episodes so yeah uh what those are going to be is like those are going to be like shorter episodes uh maybe 10 minutes long or less where it's just like uh snippets of conversations or just like us checking in on each other and on the podcast like okay so this is going on this is how we're doing blah 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 and yeah so the point is that if we do not get time to record entire episodes we're going to um release these uh, little ones just to keep you guys engaged mm. and so you don't forget us you know and so the conversation doesn't die out hence yeah. ice breaker episodes i'm yeah. going to trademark that right now can, can i just say trademark and does it become trademarked or i i think there should be some patent? legal procedure There yeah is, you I should think it's called a patent right yeah a, a patent. patent yeah yeah well i couldn't i can't be bothered so I'm saying it's TM. It's icebreaker. I thought you wanted TM. to be a lawyer. You should know things like this. I do. Hmm. You see, I was in a phase. Uh, yeah. No, like uh, I, a wardrobe I, okay. phase, to be specific. You wanted to be a lawyer for the wardrobe. Yes. Okay. So I yeah. tell you what. So I watched this show, uh, a K drama called Vincenzo, and I was like, Oh my God, law is so cool. I want to be a lawyer. And then I started making like Pinterest boards of my future lawyer life and stuff. And then, like, I, I, and then like after a day or two, like I gave up on it. But then, uh, on what day was it? I think it was Wednesday last week. We had a science debate at school, and so the topic was science for versus against society, and I was in the force team, and I had so much fun in that debate. Like I was going off, I was attacking people, and like people were attacking me. And it was just like it was so intense. Like the debate was supposed to be ten, thirty minutes long, but like all the participants, we prolonged it for like an entire hour, and the teachers were like, "Oh my God, stop it." but it was like so much fun. so then now i want to be a lawyer again <laughs> i see i see and like not for the justice more like you know i i i want to more for like the debating which is yeah you want like to argue with people a, yeah i do i want to argue with people legally. don't worry i'm going to come back soon <laughs> uh, So until you come back, I'm gonna become a lawyer. So you have to come back quick. Aha. That's okay. Uh, but I feel like we don't argue as much anymore. Like we used to argue so much as kids. Like we both were like violent kids. <laughs> <laughs> and we used to like you know pull each other's hair and chase each other around the house. And like we do that now, but we do it like ironically. Like we don't actually have malicious intent. Yes, you do. Do you? No, I don't. I'm too lazy to run around anymore. Yeah. yeah so I just don't feel like getting up. Yeah. <laughs> you want to take my chocolate, please do. I'll just get a new one. Uh, I've already had six. You can have this one. <laughs> uh, well, okay, all right. Anyway. Let's come back to the topic. Yeah. So, the what is toxic positivity? 
so uh, this is actually a very vague and um, subjective uh, thing basically toxic positivity is when you, um, you know uh, someone is going through something and you try to be uh, sort of insensitive towards the struggle that they're facing and you just throw at them um, you know uh, positive positivity you throw positivity at them but it's toxic for them so for example if you like uh, so this is the meme that we posted uh, uh, with our <laughs> previous uh, post so for example if you have a friend who is like going through something and she's crying and you just go out there and try to console her and you're just like hey don't worry everything's going to be fine why are you worrying and so uh, you know that jack efron meme with uh, the hands uh, you know out and he's just like oh I didn't think of that really is that the solution be happy Surely I was as smart as you the solution yeah. to being sad is being happy wow <laughs> so yeah so like so saying, like uh, the the solution to having an accident is to like not have an accident after you've had an accident so it's like yeah that doesn't work that doesn't make sense Uh, and it's also yeah. like toxic positivity uh, like it's not just you giving somebody like uh, sort of like insensitive advice to be honest it's also uh, sometimes in conversations that you have with yourself and like we'll get into that later about like you know gaslighting and all so like that yeah. that is also a form of toxic positivity so like if i am for example i'm having exams and stuff so i'm like you know what sir it's okay these don't matter blah 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 you know life will like life will uh, you know become what it is eventually anyway so like you shouldn't put in any effort blah 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 it's okay it is what it is so it's like yes that makes me feel better in the moment but like that is going to make my grades suffer and then like i won't go where i want to go you know wait so like, that's 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 opposite of what we're trying to say is it yeah that's not gaslighting gaslighting is when no, you are having some emotion i was talking about toxic positivity but yeah it's a it's like the, the theme is that you're not invalid, invalidating your own feelings or whoever mm. the subject of toxic positivity is or the victim of positivity so you're feeling stressed but what you're doing mm. is giving yourself toxic positivity yeah Yeah, you're giving yourself toxic positivity, and but, okay, yeah, oh, no, 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 that's I, I think that's not toxic positivity because yeah, then toxic so that's like toxic negativity, mean, yeah, but it's still negativity because first you have yeah. to tie it over your own emotions. That's the point we are yeah, going to repeat yeah. now. Yeah, so like uh, for toxic positivity, what needs to happen is you are suppressing some form, like some emotion that is. healthy right so like yeah like yeah so it's an emotion like the point is, okay is to feel yeah exactly like many times um, when people are upset it's like you know there are stages of processing uh, yeah. an emotion or processing hurt so you actually have to analyze what uh, what happened and what it makes you feel and what yeah. you want to do about it you actually have to feel all those emotions and then you come to a point where you are solution oriented you don't yeah. uh, you know have you a problem and right the then you think part. of yeah you don't skip the feeling i mean ideally uh, you know someone who work in a job or something maybe they will have to you know they would have to shut down their emotions mm-hmm. and skip but there are sometimes where you actually have to let uh, yourself feel them 
and uh, as a listener as a listener to someone who is going through you know uh, or as a close friend to someone who is going through something it is our job to uh, you know uh, give them the space to feel and to convey what they mm. feel rather than to you know throw um, obvious solutions at them or throw obvious yeah. uh, you know uh quote from a book or uh, you know some sort of motivation that's not what they mm. need uh, most of the times when they're starting to go through something yeah so it's like uh, again like you know sometimes it like okay fine for some people motivational quotes and stuff like it helps but it's like you cannot you know it's not a we say one size fits all type of scenario so like for some yeah, people yeah it's, it's very subjective that's the point mm. here yeah so uh, basically uh it's uh dismissing uh sort of negative emotions and uh it's kind of like lying to yourself or the person even though maybe it's not intentional it's like for example if you're grieving over something i can't come to you and be like oh you know what like it's okay it's going to be fine it's going to be rainbows and daisies and leprechauns at the end so like you shouldn't be sad now so it's like you know that yeah. sort of adds to the what do you say the negative emotion it's like now on top of being sad i'm annoyed and i'm frustrated yeah. <laughs> because of your useless advice you know yeah i'll just read out uh, the definition here from uh, uw medicine Uh, which i think you read out on the previous recording but we missed it out here so i think this will give yeah. the episode a little more clarity so uh, toxic positivity involves dismissing negative emotions and responding to distress with false reassurances rather than empathy mm-hmm. and it comes it actually empathy. comes from exactly yeah so it go also goes on to say that uh, it comes from a feeling uh, of uncomfortability for, with the negative emotions and it is often well intentional but it can be uh, it can cause alienation and a feeling of disconnection for the person hmm uh i uh, okay so i feel like some of the things from that that we need to uh, uh sort of stress on is like unpack yeah um, yeah some things we should unpack is like they mentioned uh, one that there is a lack of empathy like instead of empathy you uh, give them false reassurances and then it causes dip- discomfort with negative emotions and i feel like that's really yeah. true because for example if you're someone who uh, who's sort of crutch is toxic positivity like towards yourself then later on like every time you feel angry or upset or jealous or something you're like oh my god you shouldn't feel those things no that's that's not a good emotion that's not healthy so like you know because yeah. you've conditioned yourself to view these emotions with the with that negative light you sort of are afraid to experience them yeah yes exactly you're afraid to experience them uh yeah we talked about this in the previous uh, recording where it's like you know those emotions like uh, jealousy or uh, pain or uh, discomfort rage all of that in society in general they're viewed in such a sort of stig they're viewed with a lot of stigma you know it's like if you're jealous then you're the problem like it's definitely your fault if you're sad then it's like why can't you just be happy if you're angry you need to calm down you know if you're uncomfortable yeah. you need to get out of your comfort zone so it's like no that's not how it works like these emotions they're allowed they're they should be sort of even if they are uh, stemming they should be negative, normalized yeah they should be normalized yeah. and if they are stemming from like uh, negative intentions then those need to be dealt with like separately like you need to address that as well we're not saying you ignore that 
but it's like uh, basically don't invalidate uh, emotions and stuff uh and it's like uh, these emotions i understand why they would be you know looked at with a negative light for example if i'm angry and i express it in uh you know in a bad way for example i hurt someone i talk trash about mm-hmm. someone or i you know break someone else's stuff or punch punch someone you know so all those are uh, expression of anger but they're all uh, unhealthy expressions of anger so the problem is not the emotion that you feel but how you express it Uh, that people yeah. will have a problem with yeah so uh, instead of suppressing emotions people should actually work on uh, you know developing healthy ways to uh, deal with those emotions for example if i'm feeling sad uh, or say if i'm feeling jealous uh, i should just you know uh, admit that that person is better than me and if it's something that i really really want i should work on it in my own way rather than yeah. you know uh scheming ways to uh, take that thing away from that person mm-hmm. you know instead of taking something away from someone like you find a way we find that sentence doesn't work yeah uh, <laughs> <laughs> like you treat that as an inspiration for for you to uh, get where they are you know mm, yes there are ways to take it positively yeah and if it's something like that isn't the case like if it's not a material thing where like okay i'm je- jealous of like her position or whatever if it's not something like that then uh, sort of you need to understand about like you know it's about contentment and stuff like that as well like uh, if it's not a material thing and it's like i'm so jealous that they're happy for example then it's like mm-hmm. uh you i'm it's okay okay fine i'm jealous of them being happy but i i shouldn't be like i'm so jealous of them being happy they should be sad like me you know i think that's where uh, those emotions become negative yeah so uh, instead of uh, having that sort of perspective it should be more like uh, there's uh, they're so happy i should try like uh, i should uh, like i can't wait for that to be me you know yeah something like that and often times uh, uh, at least now that we are talking about jealousy often times you find that uh, you know being around that person just spews these emotions from us and uh, we at times we are not equipped to deal with them you know so at those times i i find it's just best, best to withdraw yourself from that situation or, or from that social interaction so that those emotions don't get uh, time to build up to that level where you're incapacitated with them like for example uh, for example a girl is really pretty and i every time i see her all i think is oh my god she's so pretty i'm not as pretty as her i'm not as pretty as her and mm-hmm. you know that just ruins my whole interaction at that time and mm-hmm. so it's better for me to deal with my uh, insecurity of not being pretty separately mm-hmm. and then come out and uh, you know uh, indulge myself in interaction uh, more confidently and only then i can um, get over it rather than yeah. uh, you know getting myself stuck over there uh, constantly uh, going you know constantly uh, reminding myself that i am insecure mm. about this yeah and it's also like uh, for example you said like if a girl is uh, about the pretty wala situation uh, pretty situation it's like uh, because of the way you view uh, like whatever asset a uh, quote and quote that the person you're jealous of has you'll start uh, sort of resenting them you know and because you, uh, you keep involving with them or with because you're forced into these interactions with them 
so i so again it's like if you want to uh, sort of get can you give an example of that yeah so like for example uh, uh, let's talk about grades like for example i uh, i associate with someone who has like really really good grades constantly so oh my god the birds <laughs> okay so uh, for example i associate with someone who gets like really really good grades and i get really uh, like bad grades so then i'm going to be like oh my god they have such gr- good grades and my insecurity is that i don't get those grades they, they didn't do anything wrong they're not rubbing it yeah. in my face or anything i'm just like oh, why why aren't my grades that good like wh- what am i doing wrong you know so hmm. because of that i'll start resenting that person like why are you better than me like uh, not and not in that sense but more like uh, i want to be you and i'm not you and so like i don't like you you know is it like, yeah. say it but like I, i think you get what i mean you know it's like yeah i do So I think that is uh, like another a form of man- manifestation of jealousy uh, where it manifests into other emotions. So like feel jealous yeah. like that's fine it's a natural emotion but again it's about make sure that your negative emotions are not uh, sort of changing the way you perceive things. Yeah like, and often times you know when we get into this phase where uh, you know jealousy makes us do these things uh, you know for example mm-hmm. blaming that person that oh yeah. my god she always get these grades i don't know what she studies and you know mm-hmm. uh, getting into that sort of negative talk that is just you making an excuse uh, to not uh, you know work harder or to not get better solutions or to mm-hmm. you know for example if you're not getting good grades what you should be doing instead of worrying about how she is getting better grades is that you should be talking to your teachers or to your seniors uh, mm-hmm. about how uh, about what you're doing wrong what uh, what is wrong with your study method or the books you use or the note taking that you do you know instead mm-hmm. of uh, in, instead of focusing on why she is so good you should focus on how you can be better yeah and, and i like, think that's uh, the best way to deal with uh, jealousy jealousy yeah and it's like uh, anyway uh, um, sometimes the, uh, like uh, i'll just say this one last thing about jealousy it's like sometimes it uh, like your brain will convince like because if it keeps if this emotion keeps on like recurring in your subconscious for a really long time then uh, like your brain is going to convince you that it's the other person's fault that you're feeling this it's like why is she getting good grades it's making me uh, feel these negative emotions and it's her fault that i'm jealous but it's like she didn't yeah. do anything wrong like she is doing good for herself good for her now how can you do better or like for yourself you know yeah and it's actually very easy to get lost in that emotion because mm. uh that way we do not have to accept our own faults and yeah. so many people especially right now and we are all kids and we are trying to make a you know way in the world mm. and we really want to be right about ourselves and everything that we do yeah we don't like to admit our mistakes and so it will it will be really hard to acknowledge that maybe we are at fault and so it's easy to hide behind uh you know a, a petty hatred like this that oh hmm. she gets good marks because she's like this or because she does this hmm. or she does that and so we uh, kind of um, shy away from introspecting our own methods hmm. and hide behind this uh these negative emotions and so i think that is something all students need to know yeah and uh so that's on like you know having negative emotions being like it's okay uh, separate emotions yeah. from uh, what what was it intentions like feel yeah. your emotions but uh analyze your intentions like 
uh, your emotions are valid no matter what they are it's just that your actions cannot be backed up by your emotions you know exactly so uh, there was there was actually this post that i read somewhere that uh, you know about how uh, our emotions are something that we cannot control but we can control uh, what comes after so for example yeah. there was uh, you know it was written by a girl who saw a you know a sort of um uh a sort of fat lady let's say and uh, in her mind the first thought was oh my god she's so fat but uh, she you know kind of did not like that thought in her own head and so mm-hmm. she shut that thought down immediately and was just like hey, wait fat is not a problem fat is not ugly mm-hmm. you know so yeah. that way that the first uh, actions are actually uh, huh, there's something that she used in that post that the first reaction that you feel is actually something that the society has conditioned you to oh, believe yeah. I know and this. the second I know this. reaction yeah and the second reaction is how you or someone else has you know trained your own mind to be or how you've grown up hmm so uh, in uh, so it's kind of like uh, you know a lot of the times even i feel it in uh, like the way i talk to myself first thing like where, suppose i'm outside and i see something and i start judging the person and then i'm like wait no sara no we don't do that this is not how i raised you no that's bad this like mm-hmm. i'm uh, yeah. sort of scolding myself for it because i agree that that isn't an emotion like, i wouldn't want someone believe, else to talk know? like that about me yeah uh, mm-hmm. i wouldn't want someone else to talk like that about me and that this isn't something i agree with like this is like i don't agree yeah. with this thought but i still had it because it's like how yeah. i was conditioned to think for example you know yeah. so you don't control your emotions and thought but you do control your responses and whatever intentions you formulate from uh, those thoughts you know yeah uh so tying this back to toxic positivity uh for example if you're someone giving advice to uh, another person who's going through something and you uh say all these like really flowery and nice things it's like obviously you have good intentions like you want this friend or like this person to feel better or whatever feel better yeah yeah uh, but uh like because but a lot of the times because of your uh, say toxic positivity it can trigger like you know even worse emotions from that person uh so again like you said this earlier i think like when you uh, it's not a one size fits all so depending on the person you have to genuinely just ask them ki okay do you want to be listened to do you want some advice do you want uh, a different perspective or uh, yeah like wh- how can i help you just ask yeah first like mm. most of the times uh, we go on uh, and you know console someone with completely uh, you know innocent and good intentions but mm. uh, you know sometimes the other person gets defensive or you know doesn't like your approach and so those are the times where you need to step back and you need to mm. uh, you need to first of all understand that you assumed you assumed wrong about the person like you uh, did but did not analyze correctly what the person needs right now and so you just need to ask them straight up that uh, what exactly do they want right now because you generally want to help so what would they need you to do for them would they would do they want you to listen or do they want you to uh, distract them or do they want you to mm-hmm. come up with actual practical solutions what what stage of their problem are they in right now hmm and often times so, we actually uh, forget uh, that uh, you know when we are consoling them it's not about ourselves it's about yeah, them exactly. for example for example even if it's like a very obvious solution uh 
uh, let's say that someone uh, scrolls on Insta too much and then complains about not having time. And so it's the obvious solution that they have to cut down the Instagram scroll time. And uh, that's not what the person wants to hear right now. Hmm. What was I going to say? I, I think I just... So like, uh, for example, uh, like on that same ex- uh, example that you gave, ki, uh, that uh, someone's uh, scrolling a lot on Instagram, so uh, the obvious solution is like, don't scroll on Instagram, right? But like, maybe yeah. when you give that advice to them, like, oh, just don't scroll on Instagram, it'll be, uh, everything will fix itself. When you give that advice, maybe you're not acknowledging that all their friends are on Instagram. Like, this is how they socialize. This is how they communicate with people. This is how sort Wait, of no, like I do not agree mechanism. with this conversation. You don't? I don't know. Scrolling Insta is bad and addictive, and yes, the only advice bad. a person scrolling on Instagram should get is that get off the phone. There is no excuse. No, I'm not saying that the person is like, uh, like if someone's spending too much time on Instagram, it's okay to spend so much time on Instagram. I'm saying that instead of being like, okay, just don't spend time on Instagram, like analyze why they do it and like, you know, find solutions from that. Like if all of their friends are on Instagram, then their friends need to get off Instagram too, you know? So it's like, you can't just tell the person, okay, break off all your connections, you know? It's like, uh, maybe there is a reason for it, but maybe that That's reason That's not what I mean. Isn't... Not chatting, but you know, when you mildly scroll on Instagram, yeah. you just, you know, scroll reel by reel by reel. But then what if it's, that's like someone's coping mechanism? Then if you're like, then just don't do it's it. It's a coping like, mechanism the designed that... by the, uh, by the, you know, by the media itself. It's not a coping mechanism for something else. Uh, that motion you you're not you're not actually even watching the watching the reels you're just scrolling scrolling and it's actually designed you know you've seen the social media podcast right i mean not podcast the, the social, social dilemma, dilemma. Yeah. yeah so they cover this in that that uh, they've designed the whole scroll feature and uh, mm-hmm. the instagram text feature and they've designed it in such a way that you uh, keep on scrolling and consuming mm-hmm. content oh you know this it's reminds not that me you, i noticed something uh, like about the same thing how you know it's just designed to keep like keep you engaged keep you constantly uh, yeah. like, stimulated for example so uh, YouTube has a new feature where your cursor is just on the video and the video starts playing on its own like in a small window like the video will start playing on its own before you even click on it and this is like you know to tempt you even more to click on the video to like fall into this loop and uh, this uh, rabbit yeah. hole and like when I noticed that I was like Dang, I'm not falling for this. Like, yeah, I know what you're thinking. Yeah. Yeah, whenever I find myself in the YouTube recommendations uh, or when I find myself in the Instagram search window, Mm. I know that I have too much time on my hands and I better get (laughs) off my phone and do something else with it. Okay, that's a conversation on social media. We'll do that some other time. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, we will. Uh, but what, I, what the point I was trying to make was that uh, oftentimes people get defensive. And for example, if it's a problem that you have an easy solution for, you would actually, you know, uh, it would feel, it, for example, if you're, uh, you know, an executive, you like, you know, execution of ideas, you would like mm-hmm. to, you know, give your own solution to it and want the other person to take it. Ke, oh, you solved this problem with my help. I helped you solve it. Mm-hmm. You know, the mm-hmm. Monica personality in you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so oftentimes when we in in the person in general, like I'm not yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, pointing you out. 
so yeah but yeah so often times we somewhere in our own heads we make it about ourselves that it is my solution so it needs to be heard and when it is not heard we uh, get defensive about it as well that why do you not want to listen to my solution what's wrong with my solution mm. maybe you're just lazy you know hmm maybe you're just lazy yeah so then you again yeah. it's like because of uh, how uh, because of your need to uh, sort of ha- your need to be useful Fix the problem example, yeah. yeah because because of your need to be a fixer you start blaming the other person like my solution is fine it's just you're not doing it right you know yeah. or like oh, you know uh, you watched the movie dangal right so like in yeah. that uh, the couple they want to have a son so they, their entire village keeps on recommending ways to have a son everyone's ready to take the credit for it but then when the couple yeah. keeps having daughters they're like oh they probably didn't take my advice correctly they probably did it wrong and stuff yeah. so like you're not helping them because you want them to get better or you want them to for example have a son you you're doing it so that you can take the credit for it you know yeah so again like and you're so- okay uh so like in this situation yeah sure you care about these people but your intentions were not because of like okay your emotion is that you care about these people but your intention is to take credit for the solution you know yeah and so uh, at times like these we need to uh, you know keep in mind that we are not here to prove ourselves to be uh, mm-hmm. some sort of a fixer but we are there to uh, you know um manage whatever emotional reaction they are having we were there to help them and not he- help ourselves build our own confidence in some way or something and mm. so we need to be the ones since they are the one going through a problem we need to be the ones to judge what they need right now uh mm. by their emotions for example if if it's something very acute uh, if it's a re- very recent loss or a very recent for example uh, they worked hard for an exam that they didn't pass that's not the time to tell them oh let let's make a timetable for the next exam when mm-hmm. we we will fix it up right now you know they need to sit and they need to uh, first uh, you know uh, go through all the emotions that they worked so hard for this exam they wanted so mm-hmm. how badly they wanted to get in this time and why they didn't go through then they will look then then they have to look at uh, you know uh, what methods they used and where they went wrong and mm-hmm. then uh they would be oriented to make a plan you know you don't just yeah. jump into uh, planning after a failure right away so uh, mm-hmm. as uh, as the listener or as the helper or the counselor you need to be the one to judge what stage uh, of of the problem the person is at and what they need from mm-hmm. you and if you fail to judge that or if you misinterpret it and it goes wrong you need to diffuse the situation immediately by simply asking them what Ask they need them, right yeah. now yeah Yeah. I I have a question for you. So like uh for yeah. ex- in the example that you said about uh like uh, for example like the uh, the person didn't pass the test so they need to go through mm. the emotions and stuff. So I agree with that. Yeah. And but do you think that if they don't like if you sort of ignore your emotions then does that uh make does that make you more prone to repeating situations where those emotions come back? like if you don't yeah, feel the emotions definitely. you don't learn from them you think that too right yeah for example it this mm. actually happens to me i mean so uh, i have actually been giving back to back exams this year uh, quite frequently and so i have always found that whenever uh, i don't perform well on a test and when i don't uh, introspect uh, and you know understand how i feel i and, and just jump into a plan all those feelings actually bubble up uh, when i need to work the hardest and so that slows me down mm. when i needed to push the hardest 
and you know so i always find that it's better for me to uh, you know get those feelings done with cry punch a wall break a pencil whatever mm. and then start working on a plan or uh, you know uh, yeah yeah a solution I, I, to get yeah. better i i uh, it's it's genuinely so true that when you don't deal with those emotions they will repeat because uh, like uh, like so for example let's tie it back to that jealousy thing we said earlier like uh, okay mm-hmm. you're not extracting yourself from the situation you keep feeling jealous blah 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 things move on and you so because of this per- this person was pretty uh, and you were jealous of them and you knew that you were jealous of them uh, and you started blaming them like why are you pretty you're making me feel worse now you're the bad person so you start resenting them now because you resent them and you didn't deal with jealousy in a healthy way when this person uh, for example like leaves the situation or leaves your life you'll start resenting other pretty people like you'll sort of pass on that resentment or that those negative emotions or like you'll attribute yeah. those negative emotions to someone else or you know you yeah. start holding a grudge and it becomes a trigger for you yeah and also uh we we like we said like as a listener it's uh sort of uh, you sh- you need to analyze or not exactly analyze but like you need to sort of gauge the situation uh, of the person you're talking to and what position they're in because like even for me and we spoke about this in the previous recording like in our personal experiences it's like sometimes the toxically positive advice that we give it's stuff that we want to hear so it's like for example if yeah. i'm telling you that it's going to be rainbows and daisies is because i want it to be like that for myself as well like for example i'm going going through something and you're going through something you come to me with your problem and because i'm going through a lot as well i'll give you advice that would comfort me so like i'm projecting uh, sort yeah. of the solutions that aren't really reasonable yeah for your I situation yeah like, I, and so that actually brings I us to the second yeah that actually brings us to the second important thing that uh, someone as a listener should be doing which i find most people actually feel guilty doing is that you should only counsel a person when you have the mental space to do it mm. you yeah. know often times we as friends or as uh, daughters or so uh again okay so to wrap things up uh toxic positivity is when you invalidate or address emotions with maybe good intentions but you uh your approach uh is an alternative to empathy like it's not empathetic i think that's yeah. the key word here you're not looking at the other person's situation in depth you're just giving a surface level solution that should be cater- that the problem should cater to yeah so and like the point that. i think the hmm. go on go on yeah so uh, to combat that what we should be doing as listeners is to uh, you know gauge the person uh, and to identify what stage of problem they're in and if we're not able to do that we should outright just ask them what they need from mm-hmm. us and deliver that and as uh, as the venters i guess or the the one who is going through the problem i think it's important for us to um, understand where these this person comes from like for example someone might be giving advice that i don't want to listen to 
that should not uh, trigger i mean it will trigger me if i'm uh, emotionally unstable but i should when i come out of that emotion i should be able to calm my, you know i should be able to think through this clearly that the person was mm. not having a malicious intent you know to not escalate the situation or to not uh, cut off from that person just because they gave me an advice that i did not mm. want to hear and the second yeah. thing we should keep in mind is that if someone is not responding well or if someone is getting increasingly frustrated we should withdraw from that conversation because clearly that person is not ready to take on someone else's problem and so mm. uh, that also brings us to the fact that uh, if if it's something heavy that we are going to drop on someone we should take their consent that if mm. they have the mental space to listen to my problem right now mm. and uh, as uh someone who is a listener in yourself like if you're the listener then you need to if you are the person who's already going through something then you need to make sure you let the other person know that okay i'm going through something too like even if i do listen to you my advice for you may not be uh sort of applicable or it may be slightly biased like you need to be yeah. self aware and make uh, like the person you care about aware that okay this is what i'm going through because yeah in the end it's just like you need to have those conversations if you uh want a normal positive outcome and uh not facilitate tox- or enable toxic positivity you know yeah and uh, another important point is like you know negative emotions feel the feels feel the reasonable feels uh you're allowed to go through what you're going through separate emotions and intentions and actions you can't control yeah. emotions but you can manip- uh, you can change your intentions and you can you are completely in charge of your actions so yeah just keep that in mind uh yeah all the emotions that you feel are valid and there are always healthy ways to express whatever emotion yeah. you feel no matter how negative it is so do not no be afraid of feeling those emotions yeah do you think there are no negative emotions or maybe i shouldn't bring up a heavy question at the end of the episode no that is a good question i mean there are uh, emotions that are negative and emotions that are positive but uh, i think we define them in the terms of uh, the assumed intent you know for example if a person is angry it is assumed that the person wants to harm the other person you know take out mm-hmm. their anger on them you know or if the person is jealous it is assumed that the person wants that thing that the other person has you know he wants, wants to take, to take that it away by, from another person yeah take that away so that's not actually mm-hmm. how you label emotions anger is is a valid emotion you feel anger when mm-hmm. you study for a test and you don't get enough marks you feel anger when uh for example you someone invest in a relationship yeah someone talks down to you or someone makes you someone points at uh, you know points at the places where you feel insecure about yourself Mm. it makes you jealous if someone else uh, gets what you wanted or what you've always you've working hard to get so those are perfectly mm. valid emotions and if we don't acknowledge those emotions they will you know come back and in unhealthy mm. ways and most times those will be times where you cannot manage how this emotion comes out and so you would you would be lashing out having breakdowns so it's just better to you know take time out mm. for yourself and just feel the emotion and you know not hate yourself for it yeah that's so important don't hate yourself for it because 
that genuinely does make you human like as cheesy as it sounds you know those emotions are yeah. part of like the human experience and stuff and like you said earlier like you there there isn't something to fix it's like a work in progress you know yeah <laughs> again like at the end you know people uh, they talk about cliches and you know the saying like cliches are cliches for a reason like it's cliche because yeah. it's, it's it works you know so uh yeah just and often times you know we advice. try to be yeah and often times we you know try to be this ideal person who does not have breakdowns who does not mm. get angry on people and you know uh, that just doesn't work this is a very uh, heavy subject slash topic and we did a uh, yeah. tangent uh, away from toxic positivity a few times but i feel like it was still uh, like related so uh, yeah i i think i will put like a sp- Okay, so yeah. uh, at with this episode, uh, I'm gonna put down a Spotify poll about uh, what your thoughts are. So over there, if we said anything that uh, did not that you didn't agree with, or you felt like it wasn't uh, it wasn't something to say or whatever, it uh, wasn't an advice that works for you. Yeah, if it's not advice that works for you, let us know. I feel like we if we get uh, a lot of responses, maybe from our ten listeners. I hope mm. you're listening. I really hope you are listening. Uh if you are, let us know in the comments down below. <laughs> yeah, no, I would love like, to hear from you. Uh if, if you are yeah, someone who we need some feedback. Yeah. And if you are someone who we don't know in person who's listening to this, then like damn, thanks for being here. Like genuinely means a lot. Yeah. Yeah, it does. And the people we do know, we care about you too, don't worry. Uh <laughs> Okay so that's it uh let us know what you think Thanks for being here again I'm Sara and I'm Saro and this was the sleeping on it podcast Yay see you next time Yeah uh hi guess who it is It's editing Sara again Who's shocked Me I'm shocked Anyway that was unnecessary. Uh just wanted to say sleeping on it pod on Instagram. Uh follow us. Uh we hope to uh like you know have uh like question stickers on there so that we can uh, get your opinions as well in future episodes uh, before we record the episode so that you know it's uh it's more I guess interactive as well as we're not just spewing our own uh perspectives and opinions you know it's more it's i don't know it's nice anyway sleeping on it pod on instagram uh thanks for listening genuinely means a lot uh okay bye